The EPL show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. Right now to honor football, MyBookie is offering up to $1,000 in free bets using the promo code SGP. That's right, up to $1,000 in bonus bets on your first deposit when you use the promo code SGP. Play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. The Sports Gambling Podcast Network is also brought to you by ExpressVPN. Looking to protect your online activity? Hide your location to avoid local blackouts? Check out ExpressVPN, where you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash SGP. That's expressvpn.com slash SGP. Andrew Ruiz is an underdog. Has a physique, it's just nothing like Anthony Joshua. Fans on social media look at Andrew Ruiz and say, oh, that chunky kid, what's he going to do? Here we go, round number one. Type of boxer, if you touch his face, he's turning a devil. Ruiz comes to fire back, and Joshua's You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at LockBetting and check out my website, LockBetting.com. We're here on this edition of The Fight Show to cover what's debatably uh, the biggest fight of the year. And uh, we'll have a guest here entering into that debate and helping us determine who wins. It's my good friend and former boxer I don't know if you're former or you're still doing it but we'll get to that in a minute Mr. Jeff Cohen how's it going mate you alright you retired yet Jeff or are you still going well, do you know it's a bit of a bug in it I said after I lost my belt I said uh, that's me done but as people know if you've been in the fight game it's very difficult to leave it alone and accept it um, and so who knows maybe there's one more one more left in me next year let's wait and see uh, that's actually a good way to like transition onto the show because I mean I kind of have a a strong opinion as to what Joshua's mindset will be going into this fight because for those of you that don't know the backstory, uh, Anthony Joshua, British, former Olympian, um, dominated the heavyweight division. Uh, some say he had a lot of hand-picked opponents, um, including when he beat Klitschko and uh, ended up winning these these world titles that he has. Um, was coasting towards a a few big fights with uh, Fury and Wilder or at least the winner of that then all of a sudden Andy Ruiz comes in out of nowhere and stops him and Andy Ruiz himself came in as a replacement and uh, beat 
Joshua at his Madison Square Garden debut, stopping him in the seventh round and coming off the mat to do so. So that's kind of where we're at. And um, the thing with Joshua, en route to doing that, he became a major worldwide uh, celebrity and... um, his publicity was was incredible. Um, loads of people were getting on the bandwagon, and that's a very significant part of what I'm about to say. Um, the sponsorship deals were coming out of his nose. Massive ones like like Under Armour and Lugazade, which is a big sports drink here in the UK. I don't think you have it in the States. And then all of a sudden, his world gets rocked. Do you think that... Um, Joshua's come to the realisation uh, that people will turn on you very, very quickly. And um, do you think that he's established that that is the way of the world in terms of we see it in a lot more now with people turning on their sports teams very quickly and not supporting them as religiously as they used to? People jumping on and off bandwagons, Conor McGregor, Anthony Joshua. Do you think he's had the realisation that bandwagons get jumped on and off by society? Or do you think that he's really... Um, Having a negative had a negative effect towards towards boxing out of this in terms of um, will he struggle to find his love of the game because he feels like it's chewed him up and spat him out and it's not fair or do you think he recognises that it's a society problem that people are like this with their with their bandwagons? Yeah, well, I mean, with Joshua, give him credit for one thing. He is a, a very astute guy, not just in the ring, he's very astute out of the ring. And yeah, he's had a past and everyone knows his past and he's been knocked for that. But you have to give him credit. He's not stupid. He knows uh, what he needs to do. He knows what works and he knows, you know, um, what kind of ticks the boxes and, and pulls people's strings. And I think with Anthony Joshua, he... Yeah, I mean, you're very right in saying we're, we're certainly sports fans in the UK are the most fickle people in the world. They will jump on and off bandwagons. When Joshua lost to Ruiz Jr., probably loads of people on social media that have never been to watch him fight literally jump on the bandwagon, all of a sudden then went on to somebody else, you know, found out they, there was a guy called uh, Canelo who was actually the best striker in the world, pound for pound, and started to point him. Well, the British guys have gone over to Fury. That a lot of the stuff I'm hearing is, oh, well, we knew, we always knew that uh, Fury would beat everyone anyway. But that is certainly not what was being said before. Of course it's not. No, you're right. I mean, as I say, going back to the original point, Joshua is very astute business-wise, and I think he knows he's almost... Uh, he's a franchise in, in himself, in his own, by his own name. He's, he's a he's a business. Anthony Joshua is a business. You know, he's the, the biggest, um, most... Sort of, I guess, business-wise, he's the biggest fighter, definitely, in, in the heavyweight division to generate the money that he does. Um, but, yeah, he, he he's very astute. Um, you know, if there's a couple of things about him that I like, it is that side of things, the business side of things. And he, whether he means it or not, he does say the right things to the to boxing fraternity. So it's maybe the realisation that he needs to do more now. He can't just sail along because he's now been beaten and he's been beaten by somebody that half of the people that follow Joshua probably never even knew who he was. Um, for those that do know what they're doing, will know Andy Ruiz is a very, very, very able fighter. Uh, two-time Mexican national champion. He's only ever lost one fight, uh, which was uh, dubious to uh, Joseph Parker. That could have gone either way. So, um, you know, this was never an easy fight, ever. It was a, t- a tougher fight than the original fight, um, who we, we, was uh, Miller, who got uh, stopped, obviously, for, 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 for taking heads and that. But for me, uh, Joshua now, I think, knows that it's not just straight plain sailing. He knows that he can quite easily lose this fight again on Saturday night. And then where does he go? Where do the, you know, the Wembley stadiums getting packed out? Are they going to happen again? Yes, he'd always be a big name, but this is crucial to his career, this one, if he wants to move on or just become 
a name fighter that, that's going to go go through the mill now because um, the big fight is still there with with Fury and with uh, Wilder if he wins his belts back. So you don't think there's any overhanging um, psychological damage in terms of okay, okay the psychological damage from losing, but you don't think there's psychological damage in terms of feeling like people turn their back on him, and you don't think there's an element of surprise with that. He, do you think he anticipated this reaction when he inevitably lost? Uh, potentially, but again, as I say, I think he's quite he's quite level headed in the sense that even if he has picked up on that, he will know what he needs to do to deal with that. Um, i.e. win this next fight whether he can do that so I think mentally I think it won't be an issue for him my problem um, or Josh's problem in my opinion is that and we'll get on to this is that I don't think he'll win this fight and it's not going to be anything to do mentally it's going to be I don't think he's simply good enough to win this fight if I'm completely honest we'll go into that in more detail we'll, um, we'll, we'll, do, but, the, we'll do the prices and talk about it straight after so yeah. um Joshua comes into this as the four to nine favourite to win the fight. It's two to one on Andy Ruiz. There are better prices out there. Uh, I'm using a particular book here. Um, Twenty five to one on the draw. Uh, it's ten to eleven that Joshua wins via knockout. It's four to one on points. It's five to two Andy Lu- Ru- Andy Ruiz Jr. on knockout. Sixteen to one on the decision. It's quite big, um, seeing as if he could get there, he could get to a decision with knockdowns in, in his in his in his locker. Um, there's 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 odds here for weigh-ins. If you've got anything to to, to add to that, I'm not going to run through every single market. Um, I will run through the, um, the the group round markets because they're usually they're quite interesting. So. Andy Ruiz Jr. At, in rounds 1 to 3, 16 to 1, 4 to 6, 8 to 1, 7 to 9, 8 to 1, and 10 to 12, 16 to 1. Joshua in 1 to 3, 6 to 1, 9 to 2 in 4 to 6, which is the shortest price, uh, 6 to 1 in 7 to 9, and 10 to 12 is 8 to 1. Um, the bigger group markets here uh, are 1 to 4 for Joshua, 4 to 1. Five to eight, seven to two, nine to twelve, six to one. Andy Ruiz Jr. One to four is ten to one. Six to one for five to eight, and nine to twelve for is ten to one. Sorry. Um, and the last one, the widest group markets, which is probably the most popular. Anthony Joshua rounds one to six is two to one. Anthony Joshua rounds seven to twelve is five to two. Andy Ruiz Jr. in rounds six to one. In rounds one to six, sorry, is five to one, and Andrew Reese Jr. in seven to twelve is seven to one. God, that was complicated. Hopefully, you guys picked up on that. If you didn't, um, just go and search out these odds because I think we'll know what ones we want to focus on anyway. We we have an idea before we even started because we've been in conversations this week. So, Jeff, you're the guest. I'll let you. I'll let you speak first because. Um, we were on the same page. The thing is, is that over the years, I, I, we've known each other for 11 and 12 years and um, we've done so well on this sport um, through yeah. following, through almost following the same method, methodology of being able to quite easily pick out a lot of free money fights that go to points. And um, we're, we're quite good at, at sort of finding out, no, we're not, we're not, we're not going to come on here and say, we've picked this round and we've picked that round and we had, because we just don't mess with our money like that. We've been able to tactically pick out the distance of fights and the pattern of fights, and and ninety percent of the time we're, we're correct about that. On this one, I'm not sh- I'm not quite sure um, where to go with the winner, but again, I feel like I have a strong lean on where what the pattern of the fight will be. But I'll let you go first. Well, I 
mean, I've got I've got two tips because, as I say, regardless of what anyone says it, it, and the pricing, it's going to be a close fight. I've got two tips, so I, I can give the prices and the reasons as to why I tip these. I mean, there's, there's two tips, and I honestly sounds a bit silly, but this fight can go two ways for me. I think I said to you earlier in the week, Bill. For me, um, Joshua has come out and said he knows he needs to box to win this fight, i.e. off the jab, keep it long, if need be, you know, um, lean on him, hold him, tie him up. Very similar to the way uh, Vladimir Klitschko won his titles. I hadn't heard Joshua say that. I did hear it from Dylan White, and I did hear it from, yeah, I did hear uh, it from the uh, Yeah, this is more what people are saying. Joshua's come out and said he needs to, um, to box more behind the jab. We know that and move his head more. So once you do that and you're going to box off the jab and you're going to keep it at range, um, that kind of goes hand in hand with wanting to lean on them. Very, very similar to Klitschko, the way he did. Now, my problem with that is Joshua is in Klitschko. So he may be able to do that for a few rounds, but is he disciplined enough to carry on with that? So my tip here, um, I've gone for two tips, I'll explain them both. One of them is I think Andy Ruiz Jr. to win the fight um, in between rounds 7 to 12 is 13 to 2. So it's a big price. So it's a late end or, or, or sort of second yeah, half I just of the gave, fight. I just actually gave that as sevens myself. So Sevens, okay, sevens. I mean, sevens is, is, is there. The other bet I'm going to go, um, which again goes against this, I, I, I've gone Joshua points. Let me explain that. Um, I think that if Joshua can fight the perfect fight um, and it is close, even if it's looking like Ruiz Jr. should be winning, I think Joshua will get the decision. And the reason I think Joshua will get the decision is because... There's a massive third trilogy fight. Um, it's a matchroom show. It's in Saudi. Eddie Hearn's very pally with them. I just don't think there's any way, unless this was in Mexico, that Ruiz Jr. will win and win So if it goes the distance, regardless, um, unless it's ridiculously in Ruiz Jr.'s favour, Joshua will win on points. I don't think Joshua will end this fight because the first few rounds, he's just going to feel him out. He's not going to go for the big shots because he knows if he's not disciplined and he goes for the big shots and misses, Rhys Jr. can come in on the inside like he did in the first fight and he's so fast with his hands, I think Rhys Jr. will land. So for me, Joshua's going to literally sound this out for the first probably three or four rounds, not wanting to do anything silly, sit behind the jab, move his head, a lot of movement, light on his feet, um, which why I think this will be a late ending if Rhys Jr. wins it. I don't think Joshua is disciplined enough. And the reason as well is such a close time for the rematch. And you look at kind of past rematches, you normally find that immediate rematches go the same way as the first. To give you an example, they all were immediate rematches and all went the same way. I don't think Joshua's had enough time to perfect a game plan, and I don't think he's good enough to perfect a game plan that beats Ruiz Jr. boxing-wise. Joshua's way to win this, for me, is to go in there and do what he did from the very start of his career. Go in there and land bombs. He's coming very light. He's going to be, I believe, he's going to be like under 17 stone when he comes in, which is a, for the first, I think he was like 18 stone when he when he fought uh, Bebekin. So for me, I think Joshua looks very light compared, I don't know, almost not fail, that's a silly word, he's huge, but I don't think, I just think he's tried to do too much too soon. I think Bruce Jr. will take advantage of this. So my two bets are Bruce Jr. to win the fight, seven to 12 rounds, or if it goes to points, 
Joshua. Um, I just don't think Joshua's disciplined enough and it's too soon for him to, to fight the perfect fight like Tyson Fury did against um, Deontay Wilder. Joshua can't do that. He's not, he's not Klitschko. He's not Fury. So they're my two tips. I don't see it too dissimilarly to you uh, in terms of the, especially in the area where Ruiz can get the finish because I do feel that at the beginning of the fight, um, I don't think Andy Ruiz Jr. will have a problem with letting rounds go much like Wilder did uh, last time out um, simply because I think he knows he needs to needs to stop him here and he needs to get to that chin again. So keeping it long as a strategy can work for a temporary period of time. And then I feel that we may a fight might break out at some point. Whereas well, that was the other thing, just to interject, sorry, that was the point I missed. If he doesn't keep it long and loses his discipline and decides to trade, that's going straight into Ruiz's um, backyard. And if he does keep it long but can't do it for the whole fight, he encourages Ruiz to come on the inside and fight on the inside. Like you saw in the first fight, when Ruiz gets on the inside and lands those nasty hooks and that big overhand rights, it's not good. He's all wrong for Joshua. So uh, I agree. Well, look, looking at the odds here for the over-unders, which is where I'm going for it, um, under four rounds, nine to two. Fourth round or over is one to eight. Uh, under five rounds is 11 to four. Fifth round or over is one to three. Under six rounds is seven to four. Sixth round or over is four to seven. And under seven rounds is 11 to 10. And seventh round or over is four to six. Um, under eight rounds is 10 to 11 and eighth round or over is also 10 to 11 and then uh, under nine rounds then becomes the um, then all of a sudden becomes favourite at four to six and ninth round or over becomes six to five I like it right here at the four to six for seventh round or over so that means that the seventh round has to start which means you've got to navigate only six rounds here um, if you put a hundred pound on that you win 167 it's not a massive return but I do not feel you're at risk for about 12 minutes I think it only really gets going here once Joshua starts to bank three or four rounds and then possibly either we see a loss of discipline by Joshua or a more attempts for Andy Louis, Andrew Ruiz to get into the inside. The bet I also like at four to one, just to keep things more interesting for you, but it will be at a much lower stake, is for both fighters to be knocked down in this fight. Um, I can see Ruiz getting hit with glancing shot on the way in and then when he gets inside I can see him putting Joshua down again so there are there, there is methods to, to it and bearing in mind you you were, you were given so many knockdowns last time there's good value here at 4-1 to one for both fighters just to hit the canvas once after, because as, as Jeff said sometimes fights don't look much different the second time round yeah, I mean, as I say, with um, with uh, Joshua, he he said as much. Um, he isn't going to want to try and end this early. Obviously, if the opportunity is there, he'll try. But he's literally going to almost show people that he can box, and, and he's going to want to keep he's an it Olympic on the end champion. Of the jab he's an Olympic. He's an Olympic. Rounds. He's an Olympic champion, and we've not actually seen any side of that at that side of that for a while. But at the same because, time, because he became so successful, we're just getting in there and, and uh, letting his hands go, and that's I think how he's best when he gets in there and he just lets his hands. Well, that's another question like, I have for you. Do you think that now um, the Olympian, the Olympian, needs to come to the forefront because um, this is now the the after effects of such hand picked opponents, and, and it got into his head that that it was it was always going to be this way, and it's not always going to be this way because because hand picked opponents can't last forever. Some eventually got to fight somebody. Well, and this is the thing. 
think almost Matram and Eddie Hearn tried to turn him into that Klitschko type fighter. His first, whether it was 10, 12 fights, 15 fights when he was blasting everyone out and, and then all right he might have fought them at the right time but he blasted out Pavetkin he blasted out um, Kevin Johnson he blasted out um, uh, Klitschko in the end but he fought with the boxing at the right time so he blasted out Dillian White but the problem is he then started to become this uh, you saw the Joseph Parker fight he tried to kind of hide behind his jab and, and become this this, this pugilistic fight and he, he's not that type Joshua is at his best when he's in there letting his hands go and if they try and turn him into that Klitschko type fighter it's not good because he's not disciplined enough. I think his power is his 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 key. Whereas someone like Fury, he can go twelve rounds without getting hit. You know, Fury's power isn't isn't great, but he's a very very good fighter. But if you look at Joshua, you know his best wins have come when he's let his hands go when he beat Dillian White, and he's vulnerable, and that's what people like to watch because he's vulnerable. You know, the, the fights are always you never know which way they're going to go. But Andy Ruiz Jr. Uh, a lot of people again probably didn't even know who he was you know not the real boxing fans but a lot of the kind of followers and that but Josh uh, Ruth Jr is a brilliant, brilliant fight I think he had like hell of a lot of amateur fights uh, hundred of fights um, in amateur he won a, a load of them so he's very seasoned uh, Ruth Jr people look at his weight and, and they look at cosmetically I mean look at Tyson Fury he came back after being 30 stone and outboxed Deontay Wilder you know so it's one of them you know they're very good fighters do you think Ruiz will be weight. affected at all by by the weight he's lost I mean does there any does he it, hasn't is... I mean this is the thing he came in saying a lot of mind games on this actually he came in saying he's going to be lighter he got interviewed yesterday Ruiz and he said I'm coming in the same weight that I beat him at he wore the Knicks jersey in the face off as well that he wore when he beat him a lot of mind games coming to this from Ruiz Jr um, believe me but I just think you know Joshua needs to get in there early and establish himself if he tries to go 3-4 rounds yeah he might bank the rounds but as soon as Ruiz works him out gets on the inside lands them big shots Joshua's then reverting to landing his shots and trading and he won't win a trade off with Ruiz Jr um, unless he lands that one flush punch and it's game over, which anyone can in the heavyweight division. Um, it will be an interesting fight and it will be a lot closer than 2-1, to 4-9. to nine, A lot closer. If, if Joshua nicks this on points, where do we go from here? And if Ruiz... We, just we'll close out with these questions for you. Mm. Um, where, where do we go with a Ruiz win and where do we go with a Joshua win? Be it on points or well, not, where do we go with these, these separate wins? Well, if Ruiz wins, then obviously the natural fight is the winner of, um, of Fury... Wilder, which is in February. Um, again, people probably still would want to see Joshua Fury or Joshua Wilder, even if he lost Saturday night. But that's the next one. And 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 Joshua. Thing is, he's a big name. He's a huge name. And look, if if he lost this fight Saturday, Joshua and Eddie Hearn came out and he said in March we're doing Dillian White Joshua three at Wembley. Wembley would sell out. Make no mistake about it, because they've got beef. Um, so Joshua's still a big name. He's still a huge name. He still could get big fights. Right, not three. Sorry? It's part two, not three. Oh, sorry, no, but they, they boxed once in the, in the amateurs, didn't they? Yeah, when yeah, the first yeah. Oh, so you, beat him, so, so you think they'll make mention yeah, of that? Yeah, by, by three, I mean that, yeah, it's the third time they've got one win each as such. I suppose once, um, you've, I suppose once you've lost fights, you can, you can start talking about course. loads of stuff in the past, whereas before they wanted to, they were, they were marketing him differently and wanted to keep his record totally well, clean, so. They built, they built up the white, Dillian White-Joshua fight originally, saying that it was one all because the first one was in the amateurs but there's such a plethora of talent in the heavyweight division and you look at kind of the, 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 the you've got the top level fight I mean they're all top level but you look at kind of the what I would say you know the the next level down the, the, the B level if you've got the A level which is Fury, Wilder, Joshua, Ruiz the B level you look at that Parker, Chisora 
White. Um, you've got Hergovic coming through. You've got Usek, who's you know going to be right up there. You've got so much talent coming through that division now that any of the B-level fighters that could quite easily become A-level fighters um, are all there. Um, so there's some huge fights, huge fights to be made. Um, but I think Joshua, if he wins this, you know he's going to have that the winner of Fury against um, Wilder, and that's the fight everyone wants to see. Well, we'll find out on Saturday night. It's going to be a bit earlier than usual. Um, it's going to be starting here around about 8.30, 8.45 here in the UK. Um, that's going to be about 3 o'clock in the afternoon for you guys over in the States. Make sure that you check that one out. It's going to be on pay-per-view, of course, because it's such a massive fight. Um, my lock for this one is going to be the the over six the over 6.5 rounds, so basically for this fight to start round 7. Um, I think whatever we go with with the outcome in terms of who wins, I think me and Jeff are both in agreement with that, right? In terms of this one, this one gets to the second half. Hundred percent. I mean, look, if, if you if you now told me to nail down one bet that I believe would win, regardless of the price, um, as such, it would be that it goes um, into the second half. If you want value, then I would go the bet I said, Maurice Junior, around seven to twelve, which we get seven to one on. Um, Joshua points. Um, what, what price did you say that was, Bill? Joshua Four points. to one where I look, but you can get it at nine to two. Let's see. There's, there's there's three very good bets there, and the, and the huge price is thirteen to two, seven to one. Four to one, nine to two, or if you want the, the lock bet, and I do agree on this. If you ask me for one bet, the fight to go up into the second half, yeah, definitely. Because as I said, for me, Joshua would prefer it to because he wants to show people that he can box, and he's going to give nothing away for the first probably three, four, five rounds. So it's going to take five or six rounds for either him to make the mistake, as you say, or Ruiz Junior to work him out. So I think into round seven, uh, it, you know, it's something will happen, and if it goes to points, then. Who knows? Yeah, and just to reiterate, if anyone missed they missed that while we were talking, um, that you're getting actually a almost a revelation. It's not even inside information. It's it's been quite actively put out there, and the bookies have not been reactive to it. That Anthony Joshua and his and his trainer and his friends um, colleagues have put out the almost a game plan, which is that we would like to keep it long, and that's not really information that. Andy Ruiz can really react to because he's not going to grow in height or, ex- or extend his reach in the in the next few in the next few days. So if the fight is kept long initially, it will be, it will be down to Anthony Joshua to retain that and not allow him onto the inside. But the whole point, the whole time, this this smaller, wider guy was going to need to get into the inside anyway. So this isn't a tactical. Exactly. This isn't this isn't a big revelation, uh, other than the fact that the bookies have not been reactive to it. And what you're getting here is possibly um, four less rounds, three or four less rounds to worry about in your bet, which is always nicer when you're betting on something to know that you might not have to stress it out right from the very first bell, which often can be the case in heavyweight boxing so that's another reason why I like it so much and obviously we touched on that as well uh, Jeff you still on uh, Twitter anywhere or Facebook or? yeah I'm, I'm on Twitter uh, Jab Hook and QPR that's J-A-B-H-O-O-K-N and then QPR Jab Hook and QPR if you want to follow me and uh, of course I'm over at lockbetting.com and uh, my Twitter is at lockbetting that's it for this edition of the fight show make sure you check out the EPL show and the European show over exclusively at lockbetting.com good luck with all of your bets as always and thanks for listening guys
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, now at your local Honda dealer.